handsome contest. Or smidge. There's smidgies. Just a smidge. Here, raise your voice really loud for a sec. Hello. Okay, so that's what it looks like. Like a glove. So I guess if I just talk really loud, no, just little, 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 <laughs> listeners out there, don't you just love hearing this? This is just a one podcast. This is just what we do. You know, we wake up and we piss excellence. This is how we make the magic happen. You're seeing it live and in person. Us making this magic happen, and boy, is it purdy. <laughs> you see. You see anything wrong with that outline there for us? Nah, I'm. I'm <laughs> I just it looks did that. Pretty, it looks pretty good, it looks right? Pretty good. I, I know that the click, the click had some condescendingness to it. For all those ASMR people out there, oh, you like that? Oh my god. Yep. And welcome back to another episode of the guys who talk about sports. This is episode seventy-eight. This is the Mojo Man here, and today I am joined with Baraz. Hello. What's up, guys? <laughs> Say hello to the people for us. Thank you. Yes. The day we are recording is April 27th, 2022, the day before the NFL draft. And we're coming at you with a mock draft simulator 1.0. Faraz and I are going to put our GM hats on. And we're going to bring you some real good content. Maybe some NBA news, depending on uh, if we have some time. But How about those nets, man? Oh, those nets. Yeah. Uh. You, I mean... Yeah, we'll try to get into that. I hate myself for uh, not sticking my guns with the Celtics, but it is what it is. Um, be sure to follow us on all social medias, on Instagram, at Guys Talk Sports 101, and on Twitter, at Guys Talk Sports with two Zs. This episode is brought to you on all platforms by Anchor, the future of podcasting. It is the easiest way to make a podcast. There's no trial period, no storage limits, and no problem. That's what we bring this to you on all platforms. It is truly the easiest way to make a podcast. This episode is also brought to you by Compass Rose Brewery, located in Raleigh, North Carolina, with their award-winning brews. Be sure to check it out if you're 21 or older and in the Raleigh area. Raz, this is episode 78. So name a player that wore the number 78 all time. I'm going to go with your Jets, and I believe Morgan Moses wore 78. Morgan Moses did wear 78. Yeah. You were correct. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go all-time Bruce Smith. Oh, 78. great pick. Yeah, he was a beast. I don't know he was 78 either. Yeah. He learned something new every day. Anthony Munoz, too. Okay. I know that because of Madden. Thank you, Madden. No free shout-outs. All right, guys. And now to the episode. Dun, 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 dun. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, baby. I think I'm ready to hold the baby now. Guys, first of all, first of all, welcome to the Faraz and Brent Hour. You know, we we still. Got a couple of players on load management, trying to get them healthy for the playoffs. So today, you'll be joined by Faraz and I. And we truly have a great episode for you. Faraz, I'm excited. I don't know about you. Oh, yeah. Draft season, baby. You got to love draft it. draft season. I got draft fever. I mean, we've been talking about it for so long. You, you kind of, in your head, you like almost look at the draft like it's never going to come. You know, it's mock drafts on mock drafts on mock drafts. And then before you know, it's the night before, and you're like, holy shit. 
But hopefully we can get this episode out by tomorrow. I don't I don't know. It depends on um the third party editing team and what they got going on in that department. But I'm I'm truly excited for the mock draft simulator one point Raz, are you ready to put on your GM cap? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. So how 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 how's this gonna work for all the people out there? Are we gonna go back and forth? Are we together gonna decide on a pick? How like, we should talk about the rules or the structure of how we're gonna go about this? I I'd say maybe like switch off at first to, you know, each pick we pick who we think, but like leave every pick open to deliberation and then yeah, maybe and just come to, to an agreement. Upon. Yeah. Yeah, because we're not going to agree wholeheartedly on every pick. but I think there'll be more sense, than not that we actually probably would agree yeah, on. We'll I guess see. by now, yeah. I yeah. There's only one way to find out for us. Okay. You ready to do it? The Jacksonville Jaguars are now on the clock. So, what do you, how are you feeling here, Brent? I'll let you take right. it. So, if I'm Jacksonville, you know, there's been a lot of talk early on about Evan Neal. Well, I guess... We're, Actually, hold on. We're putting ourselves in Jacksonville's shoes, so hold on. <clears throat> All right. What do we need here, boys? We need a lot of things. We just spent some money on some O-linemen. We spent a lot of money on receivers. A lot of money on receivers. Do we go, uh, do, do we match Josh Allen up with a partner, or do we go with an offensive lineman right here? What do you think? I think I think we got to give Josh some a partner in crime. Partner in crime? Yeah. Yeah. You can't be, it's hard to find an edge rusher. This draft's got a good amount of pretty pretty solid edge rushers. Um, how Should you can overthink of it? Just go Aiden with the first pick. The Jacksonville Jaguars select Aiden Hutchinson. So apparently, I heard the the Jacksonville's front office is split. The coach Peterson wants an, another O lineman. You know, give uh Trevor some protection. Neal, probably. The GM wants um. The guy out of Georgia, Trayvon, Trayvon Walker. Walker, who's yeah, who's gone up a lot of boards. Yeah, but the owner wants Aiden it Hutchinson. Probably would make more sense to take Trayvon Walker, but we just put in our we just submitted the pick. Yeah. All right. So now the Detroit Lions are on the clock. What are you thinking here? Well, I would have taken Aiden Hutchinson had those sons of bitches not snaked him from us. Yep. You know, um, homegrown talent. I could see Trayvon Walker right here, to be honest with you. I'm not against it. I don't think they're sold on um, Thibodeau. A lot of people aren't sold on Thibodeau, which would make sense why uh, he would fall to where I think he's going to fall. There's some some scatter that the, the Lions might pull the rug from everyone and take a quarterback here, but I just don't see that happening. Which quarterback, though? No one's Probably there. Malik. I can't see it. I don't see that happening Anything? either. No. Trayvon Walker is definitely the safe pick here. Nah, I'd go with him. He's so good, man. I know. I'll pull the trigger. On I know him. that whole Georgia defense was so good, but he was making plays. He was getting. He was getting after it. He's a beast. He's so a with beast. the second pick. The Detroit Lions select Trayvon Walker. Yep. All right, Houston at three. Brent, what are you thinking? We were talking about this before. How possibility of trades but the way we had talked about it off the mic was that we were going to only do it if we didn't really know who to pick or if it didn't make sense for the team to make a pick in that situation now right here would make a lot of sense for them to trade out of it but i could also see them going with an offensive lineman or even thibodeau 
What do you think, Frost? I'm 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 liking Equinu here. Equanu? Yeah. Maybe, you know, who's their quarterback right now? Davis Mills. Davis Mills. He, who actually had a pretty good yeah. end of the year. Give him some help. They just re signed Brandon Cooks. Okay. I don't yeah. I I'd say give the young guy some help. And yeah, yeah let's go with him at number Hold three. On. Oh. You're pulling the trigger a little quick there, buddy. Yeah. Maybe you gotta slow it down, make sure we So what were you gonna say? I was just holding. I just needed to th- think about. It. We, see, we got to put a timer on. We got to put a minute on each. Okay. Trip. About, let's do that, and just make sure we're wholehearted on that. Cause you 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 pulled the trigger a little quick, a couple times there, buddy. Now it's not. I'm not saying I disagree with the picks, but I'm Pistol Pete over here. My Pistol bad. Pete Marinovich just <laughs> quick draw McGraw. I mean, this is your Jets here at four, this though. Is the Jets at four. This is all you. Ah. Uh. So Thibodeau, I mean, I've been saying it. I can't, I can't preach something for weeks on end, and then at the last second, get scared and talk myself out of it. As much as I would love for Sauce Gardner, as much as I would love for Sauce Gardner to be the pick here, Thibodeau falling to four. I think the Jets have to take him personally. You think so? Now, what do you think? I like Sauce. I mean, I don't know. I like I don't... Some Sauce too. Do you guys want that right now necessarily? Do you yeah, want an edge rusher? I know you were complaining about. I'm not complaining, but you were. You, I know you wanted an edge rusher. The Jets haven't had edge rusher since John Abraham when I first started watching in like 2005. I think they let him go in like 2007. Thing is, though, they also could desperately use a cornerback. Like I'm, I'm not saying that that's not a real possibility for them either. But edge rushers are so hard to come by. And the Jets get zero pressure on the quarterback unless they run crazy stunts. They can't get pressure with just a four-man front going like balls to the wall straight ahead. Like that's been an issue for the last couple of years. And if you have a chance to draft someone like Thibodeau and he does pan out, I just feel like you've hit a you hit a gold mine. So I feel like you got to go with Thibodeau personally. I like him. I really do. I think all the um, the whole character issues and. Him not being a team player, I think that's all pretty like just blown out of proportion. I, I I really think it's not even like that. I think he's a great player. He if if it wasn't for any of those issues, he could be number one. I like him over Hutchinson. That's just me. I think he's more of an explosive, dynamic player than I feel Hutchinson. Like it's hard is. to judge someone's fire, quote unquote, for the game too. Remember what they were saying about jo- Justin Herbert? Before he came out, we didn't have a podcast then, and I wish. Yeah, we they did. said he's not a leader because he's a quiet guy. They're like, stuff. he's an introvert, so yeah, he introvert. can't be a leader. I'm like, how does that make any? How does that make any sense? Please explain to me how that makes any sense. They're like, he's a hometown kid. He never left Oregon. He was scared to leave home, so he can't be a leader in the NFL. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL now. Yeah. So, my my pick is Thibodeau. I'm, I'll agree with you. Let's do it. The Jets are going to take Thibodeau at four. You heard it here first, folks. New York Football Giants at five. Yeah, they need help in a lot of places. They need a an O lineman, an edge rusher, a linebacker, maybe corner. I don't know. I'm thinking sauce here. What do you What are you feeling here? I'm thinking Evan Neal. Evan Neal gives Daniel Jones some more help. Yeah, for sure. That's what I would think personally, because also that that would not only help Daniel Jones, it would also help Saquon Barkley. That's true. And they could definitely they pair him up with Andrew Thomas. If Equanu fell to five here, that would be a great pick for New Holy York. Holy shit, Equanu's still out there? No, too? he's not. We we I shot the trigger on that one, sent him to Houston. Yeah, that's right. 
but I, I would say Evan Neal. What about or, Charles Cross? Yeah, Charles Cross too. I was just I was just gonna say or Charles Cross. I think a lineman here for the Giants makes a lot more sense than a defensive player. Personally. Especially if Trayvon Walker's off the board. You sold me on the an O lineman not just for Daniel Jones, but for Saquon. Yeah. Saquon hasn't he's been getting banged up these last two seasons. Real banged up. He, his stats aren't up there, but I He's the type of guy where you put him in the right system. He's going to ball. He's a beast. He's a beast. Okay. So we're going to go O-line here. The question is, do we go with Evan Neal or Charles Cross? So why is Evan Neal falling all of a sudden? I don't know. I I remember people were saying he was going to be the number one overall pick. Yeah, I know. I would try not to overthink and go with Evan Neal. But Charles Cross is also a beast. He's a a great player, too. This isn't about, like, you know, these guys – these guys are both great players. Are both you're, you're just nitpicking at this yeah. point. Just pick your poison. I'll, I'll give you the go-ahead on this. Who do you want? Neil, because he was on Alabama. He I, played I in agree. the SEC. I, he, I think he's more of a safe pick. Evan Neal. Evan Neal, number five. Oh, this is the wild card team. We didn't really discuss trades, but... This would be the team to trade. I. Or are they going to... I think they might just take the quarterback. I, I'm Malik Willis. Do you think they're sold on Sam Darnold? I don't think no, so. I don't. I'm pretty sure he's on, he's on the last year of his deal, too. Yeah, I don't think they're sold on him at all. But I know they also need an O-lineman really bad. They had one of the worst. No, nah, actually, I think the Bengals O-line were, was worse, but Carolina was up there in terms of not you being know. able to protect the quarterback. Yeah, yeah I feel that. <sighs> but you also need the quarterback. Like The Jets have had the same situation for a long time, and even so, they finally started to build their line when they thought they had Sam Darnold. When they thought he was their quarterback, and then they decided to go with Zach Wilson, and now we've been getting Makai Becton, and then we got with Bear Tucker and all that, blah, blah, blah. It's so hard, and that's the problem. Is Once you find a quarterback, then you can start to find other things to build your around your team. Yeah. But your first piece and the main piece, the most important piece, is the quarterback. Yeah. And you so gotta... I would say Malik Willis. Okay. They're not going to Yeah, I, I, I think this pick comes down between Malik Willis and Charles Cross. Yeah, I can see that for sure. And I'm going Malik here, yeah. Malik. Guys, the first quarterback will be taken at number six to Carolina. Can't believe it. If I can find him. Seems like just yesterday. Here he is. Seems like just yesterday the Jets fleeced Carolina for a draft pick. Okay, so the New York football giants are back on the clock at number seven. Two picks in... Three different picks. That's pretty impressive. I think this would actually be a situation where a team would trade up. You would think of Pittsburgh to try to get a quarterback, but the Jets, if they knew who they wanted. The question is, do you think the Pittsburgh Steelers were sold on Malik? Where once we obviously had him go into Carolina at six, you think they tried to do that, get a little more aggressive for say Kenny Pickett, or do you think they'd be more? inclined just to stay put and take the best player. The way the Steelers have operated in the past, I would see them playing it safe and seeing who falls in their lap. Okay, like, yeah, I agree seems with like you on that. how they played it in the, in the past, you know? Like, they don't. They seem like a very patient franchise, almost like the Ravens, too. You never really see the Ravens. Like, the Ravens, Lamar Jackson fell into their lap, you know? So, it, it, they don't seem like a team that would go running up to grab a quarterback that they weren't sure about. They'd have to be 100% sure. I just wonder, like, because can I be honest? Like, when I was doing my quarterback rankings, I personally don't think Malik Willis is the best quarterback right now. 
I don't think I think he's going to be picked. I think he's going to be the first quarterback taken because I just there's been a lot of hype about him and he's not a bad player, don't get me wrong. I I like Desmond Ritter the most. Yeah. I I saw a rumor today that Seattle might be targeting Desmond Ritter. I like Desmond Ritter. I think he's going to go higher than a lot of people expect. Yeah. I've heard he might go first round. We'll see. Yeah, I think we might have to. We'll see. Who knows? We'll see. So we got the Giants at seven. We had them picking Evan Neal at five, right? Yeah, we did. This would be. I think this is sauce territory. Yeah, I think it is. As much as it pains me to say, I think this is sauce territory. Yeah, and I think he's definitely cornerback number one as opposed to Stingley. Yeah. I know in my mock draft, I had him sort of like slipping down a little bit. Nothing too crazy, but. Yeah, you did have Stingley fall a little bit. I had an eye on that. Yeah. We have to, hey, make sure we release that on, on the social media. Yeah, we'll put that out there. But I think I had him going to Minnesota. No, Houston, I believe, at 13. But, I don't think we'll get that. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, we're going sauce here at number seven to the Giants. Yeah, Ahmad Gardner, the sauce to the New York football Giants. That would seem like a pretty ideal haul for the Giants to get Evan Neal and sauce. It does seem like arguably number one O lineman, arguably number two, one corner. They have two really good picks. Five and seven. Five and seven. That, those are two good picks to have. I mean, you guys have four and ten. That's not too shabby yeah, either. Five and seven. Yeah, know. five and seven is pretty lethal. Okay, at pick number eight. This one might be a bit of a wild card. We have the Atlanta Falcons on the clock. This is a wild card. Yeah, so they need a guard, a center, a D lineman, a cornerback. Maybe a quarterback if they're not sold on Mariota. Do they need a tackle? No. I think they're fine on tackles. I don't know. I think any O line help would would help them out a Charles lot. Charles Cross maybe. Ooh, this one's tough. This one's tough. I could see them making a flashy move and getting like the number one receiver on the board too. Ooh, especially after Ridley. Yeah, Ridley's gonna be out for a year. Imagine getting him back with a rookie that you pick number one overall yeah. with. Kyle Pitts, who they drafted for last year. What about Kyle Hamilton? Who do they have at safety there? I don't know. I can see Kyle Hamilton. You see Hamilton at eight? I think he's going to slide a bit, too, honestly. Yeah, I can see that. I Charles see both ways. Charles you Cross would be. You know. Yeah. Charles Cross would be a good pickup here, but I don't know. I'm I don't sure. know. That doesn't feel right. That doesn't know? feel right to me. Hmm. Stingley, maybe? I don't I don't know about that. Didn't they just draft a corner? Not too long ago. I feel like Atlanta's always drafting cornerbacks. Yeah. Um I don't I don't I don't know if they'd take another one. You know what? I'll let you go with this one. You can literally I, I'd probably agree about any name you throw out right now. Ooh, putting all the putting everything in my hands now, I guess. Uh let's see. So I'm the Atlanta Falcons. I got Matt Ryan, who's got one year left. No, you got Marcus Mariota. I got Marcus Mari, Mari Broda. Dude, I'm taking a receiver. You think so? Yeah, I'm taking a receiver. Okay. So or now, Charles Cross. So, okay, if, if we're going receiver, that sparks a debate then. Or not a debate, but we got to prioritize. got to hash this out. Who's receiver one? I think it's Jameson Williams. I think it's Jameson Williams, too. Jameson Williams, then. He's a fucking beast, dude. Jameson to the Atlanta Falcons. At pick eight. Wow. Seattle. Honestly, I could see that happening. Seattle at number eight. I have no idea what the fuck they're going to do it <laughs> with this pick. I was thinking Kenny Pickett, 
Desmond Ritter. I would I would pick yeah I would I would go with Ritter you over. You want to go with a home run and, and pick Desmond Ritter just on the off chance that it happens? Yeah. All right. Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter to Seattle at nine because and why Seattle not? Seattle shocks the world with taking Desmond Ritter. They're definitely not sold on fucking Drew Locke. This I'm is sorry. Trade territory too. That was definitely trade territory. Okay, but we got Desmond Ritter shocking the world and going pick number nine. Second quarterback taken. All right, back to your Jets at 10. I'm going Stingley here, dude. Really? Yeah. To shore up the defense? Personally. I, I know a lot of people probably say Garrett Wilson or even Drake London. I'm I'm saying Stingley. What do you think? You let me take the other Jets pick, you can have majority on this one. I'll give it to you. It's okay. All right, so we've got you guys an explosive edge rusher. We got to do something to help out your boy. We drafted four offensive players last year, though. Okay. In the first round. The first two rounds, maybe. Okay. Oh, Did you guys draft Elijah Moore last year? Yes. Okay. And I'm not saying that we won't can't get a receiver in, in the later rounds because we have – we have two early second-round picks as well. Yeah, and the receiver classes. You know who I think is going to be a steal of a pick at receiver? Who's that? The guy from Georgia, Pickens. Yeah, George Pickens. If he wasn't hurt right now, he'd be wide receiver number one. He got hurt? Yeah, he how got did, hurt. How did he get hurt? I believe in ACL. Oh, no. That's the worst. Yeah, but I'm telling Even you. Jameson Williams. Yeah, ACL. that's what I'm saying. But I, I think Pickens is a beast, and if he was healthy, he'd definitely be up there. Um, waiver on him. I'm think, going Stingley here, but I think you guys got to get your boy Zach Wilson some help. This is this is what you do when you got a young quarterback in uh, his second year of a rookie deal. He was balling out towards the end of the season when he got back from his injury. I think he only turned the ball over once in six games. Get him a playmaker. See what he can do. Do you think Olave, Garrett Wilson? I think Drake London because he's the big boy. I and like I it. think Zach Wilson loves to throw the deep ball. He's got like he's it. got a cannon to do it. Drake London, he's gonna he's gonna win those fifty fifty balls. I understand the receiver pick here, but I don't agree with it. You don't like London? I it's not that I don't like London. It's not that I don't like Olave or Garrett Wilson either. It's just that you can find a receiver later. It's just it, it's hard to come by a good cornerback. It's hard. I would even see Charles Cross right here too. He's getting another tackle in the mix. If anything happens with Makai Becton. What was that you were telling me before we got on recording? There was a rumor that came out that Makai Becton, a rumor mill. Okay? Yeah, rumor. We don't. Rumor we, mill. we didn't have, like see him get weighed, but apparently he was over four hundred pounds at one point last year. Like, if that's really an issue, then trade him, draft Charles Cross, or put Charles Cross on the other side. We just got Tomlinson, you know, like sure up that offensive line, or Stingley because we need a strap corner. I wouldn't take Hamilton. I would be, I would have to be convinced to take a receiver right here, especially with Jameson. Jameson Williams, I can understand. How do you pass Stingley? How do you pass up on him? I don't know. I just think you really, uh, you guys got like you guys. This got a great player for on defense. Mm -hmm. I think you, I, I think you invest in your offense right now. Your Zach Wilson's getting paid practically nothing. Obviously, he's still you know second year, but he's on a rookie deal. Mm-hmm. Get some guys in there, you know. I know you guys were acting. You guys try to get Tyreek, couldn't do that. In talks with Debo right now, who knows how that goes. So you guys obviously need a receiver or want a receiver. One right of those now. receivers is gonna fall 
Yeah, one of, uh, in the draft, you mean? Yeah. I don't know. I think I think I think receivers are going to be a hot commodity because you look at teams like they the, always are every year. Though I think this year is going to be different because we saw contenders trade away their star receivers. True. I think Kansas City is going to be trying to get a receiver. People willing to trade up. Same with Green Bay. True. I'm telling you, man, they're a hot commodity right now. Yeah, that are drafting late in the first round. Good point. I'm I, thinking receiver. That's just me. I'll I'll, well, I'll you get the final say. Was, no, I already gave you final say, dude. I'd go. I think Drake London would be the fit. I don't like it. I don't like it. Get you Mike Evans type for Zach Wilson. I think that would be a pretty good combo. I don't know, man. All right, what receiver would you want to go? We'll go if you're number one receiver. Obviously, besides Jameson. Williams. I mean, it makes sense with the build to take Drake London. Just go ahead and take him, man. I don't agree with it. I'm putting it out here that I would take Stingley here, but go ahead, just draft him. Just draft him. Do it. I know he's on your mock draft. The the people are going to see it. You can't lie to me. I know it's on the mock draft. It's on the mock draft for it's a on reason. The mock draft. It's on the mock draft he for goes, a reason. I'll give you the receiver. Fuck. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So we're going uh, Drake London. So the Jets haul in Thibodeau and London with their picks. All right. <laughs> Washington Commanders at 11. Now here's where Stingley goes. I think I think they really want to get a receiver too. If Drake London was on the board, I I would bet money they would take Drake London at eleven. So that's this changes things. I know they I know they like Alave a lot, but eleven's too high for him. I think I would I would go Stingley here. Charles Cross is falling, dude. Yeah, Charles Cross is not. What about pick. you guys shortening up that offensive line? We could do that, but I just I don't I don't know I don't know about that. Maybe if you trade back. There's a lot of good alignment in this draft, too. I'm saying Stingley again. I want Stingley. I personally do, so I'm going to do it, but I don't I don't see them doing that, but I want them to. So, yeah. We're doing Stingley at 11? I would say Stingley. All right, we're going Stingley. I know Joe would agree with me. Let's do it. Minnesota at 12. I think this is where Kyle Hamilton will stop sliding. Yeah. I this think it makes a lot of sense. I agree right here, one hundred percent. This is a quick one. But turning the card. Are you? Sh- but Charles Cross would make a lot of sense here too. Yeah, I think, I think they would yeah, prioritize. He would. He really would. Yeah, <laughs> I think it comes down to those two guys here. Yeah, Charles Cross slipping off. Because Houston next isn't going to take him. No, they just drafted. Um... Baltimore doesn't need him, right? Don't they have Orlando? Yeah, Brown? no. I think Baltimore's gonna be looking for a receiver. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, I think Hamilton will make sense here. Hamilton does make sense. All right. Kyle Hamilton gets picked at pick twelve to the Minnesota Vikings. Now we got Houston back on the clock after drafting, I believe, Ikwanu at three. Yes. So they got their O lineman. Maybe defense here. I could see um like a Jermaine Johnson or a George Karlathis. Who's the other guy from Georgia? We haven't gotten picked yet. Oh, uh, Jordan Davis? Jordan Davis. Yeah. That's interesting. That is interesting. I don't know who they have playing this. <laughs> so game. Houston's ne- position of needs on PFF is literally every position. So. Ah. So. Yes, you can't go wrong. I mean, we did just give them an O-lineman, so I think it'd be wise to go somewhere else. You think maybe a receiver? I like Trenton McDuffie a lot. I think he's going to be a pretty damn good corner. Carl Laftis makes sense. 
I do like Jordan Davis here, though. I think that would be pretty. I like Jordan Davis, too. Go with it. All right, we're going with Jordan Davis. At pick 13 to that the makes Houston sense Texans. To now we got the Baltimore Ravens at 14. I think this is where a receiver goes. I really do. I think they need to get. I think they would like to get Lamar some more receivers. Wilson or Olave? It's one of them. I, I would. So on PFF, it says they need a D lineman and a cornerback. But I, I could really see them going McDuffie receiver. McDuffie or whatever, or Tuffy? McDuffie is pretty McDuffie. good. Pretty damn good. And University of Washington is known to put out some damn good cornerbacks. They have a pretty good track record in terms of that. Is that right? Yeah. Just a little, you know, just throwing that out there. I think Lattimore was the last. Like, Oh, my God. He's from Washington? Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah, I He's think so. Dog. I believe so. It's a pretty, it's, yeah, I think so. He's a beast. And there's a couple of other big guys. I think Buda Baker, maybe? I could be Buda tr- Baker, I could, yes, you're right about yeah. that. Oh, they, my they God. They got a good track record with DBs. So McD- Baker I like McDuffie, a, dude. He's a beast. Um, hmm. Yeah, you think you're going to shore up the defense? Because Baltimore normally does have a pretty good defense. Or, That's true. Do you want to give Lamar another receiver? Who's the number one? Hollywood Brown? Hollywood. I can't name another receiver on that Didn't team they have right Sammy now. Watkins. They did. He's on the uh, Packers now. Right? I think he's on the Packers. Garrett now. Wilson. Garrett Wilson? Let's do it. All right. Garrett Wilson. Give him some help. Get Lamar some help. I think that would piss off Philadelphia, though, because I think they're definitely going receiver. With one of their picks. Maybe not this one. Maybe their 18th. You think Wilson's buddy Olave goes right here? It's very possible. I I, I think the receiver position is going to be like the one domino effect where when the yeah, first when I the first like one always like that when the first receiver gets yeah. picked trust me they're all gonna go it's the same way in fantasy it's going to happen it's I'm, like I, when the first quarterback gets picked yeah. in fantasy all of a sudden everybody panics because we know there's going to be some defensive guys getting picked first defense or lineman right yeah. the top of the draft and then maybe a cornerback maybe when sauce gets picked you'll see stingley go if someone really wants stingley you know i mean that's that's kind of what i was thinking with the jets obviously you'd want sauce but if thibodeau falls you don't pass on him and then if you can't get sauce, you get Stingley. That makes sense. And I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Stingley's going to be really good, too. It's like like when you start comparing them, that's where you get in trouble, too, because they can both turn out to yeah, be very people, good. People are like, he can't stay on the field. Okay. It was like. Yeah, I mean, that is it a hap- problem. It happens, but. But like. People OBJ get OBJ was hurt a lot. Yeah, it he, happens. Well, I guess OBJ's a bad example. Um, I'm trying to think of a defensive player who gets hurt a lot, but you don't really. Tyron Matthew was actually hurt a lot in college, and I mean, on top of all the other stuff, and he was—he's been predominantly healthy. Did Darrell Revis ever get like a really bad injury? No, not really. No. Yeah, he might have torn his ACL one year. That sounds about right. Yeah, I maybe think he did. Maybe on another team. I don't know. I feel like it probably did happen once in his I feel career. Like he might have torn his ACL one year. I do like. I would like. I would love Stingley. What about I, Charles Cross to Philadelphia. Yeah. I don't know how their O line like is doing right now. Me neither. It says on here, GM caps right here. Yeah, sorry guys, don't know too much about the Eagles. I should. They're not. Get Jesse back on here. Yeah. What does it say they need? It says they need a linebacker and a DB. All right, then McDuffie. You you thinking McDuffie? I'm thinking McDuffie. All right, McDuffie. I think that'd be a great pick for them, honestly. I could also see them going receiver again. It almost make too much sense for them to do that. All right, New Orleans Saints. I think this might be where Kenny Pickett gets taken. Ooh. I think. 
I like it. Charles Cross would yeah. act. Charles Cross would be a great pick here. I was here, thinking though. Charles Cross too. I was also thinking George Karloffis. But the question is, do the Saints have that much faith? It's all about Jameis right now, right? I think they do have some faith in him. To be honest, with new you. coach, you know, Champagne's out of there. We got That's Dennis. That's true, though. Well, not new coach, the defensive coordinator. We got promoted, right? Dennis Allen. You know, Devin Lloyd's a hell of a linebacker. He is. He is. He's a hell of a linebacker. It's so it says on here that their needs are quarterback, receiver, tackle. So apparently, all offense. Charles Cross, then. Give Jameis some help. You believe in Jameis, Charles Cross? Okay, they should be getting Michael Thomas back this year too, right? So. Charge. Charles Cross, that's the pick. It's got to Charles be. Cross. Okay, Charles you, Cross's slide stops at pick number 16 to the New Orleans Saints, I, and now I we hope got... hope it wasn't in the green room. Yeah. Uh, so that would be awkward. Now we got... Yeah, that'd be a little awkward. <laughs> now we got the Los Angeles Chargers at 17. I think this is where Olave goes. That would... Imagine putting Olave with Keenan Allen. Yeah, that makes too And much Mike sense Williams. Too. That makes too much sense. Give Herbert even another weapon. Yeah, look, that's the number one need, too. Or you could match, hear me saying again, yeah. Karloffis with Joey Bosa. Think oh, they, that. didn't they just trade for someone else? Wait, no, they have... Khalil Mack, they right? Have Khalil, take Olave. I, wait, Olave right? They goes, have Khalil Mack, yes. right? Yeah, so no. They need a linebacker, though, because Devin Lloyd could make sense, too. I think they're... I think, yo, I give her... We we know what Herbert's capable of. All right, Olave. Give him another playmaker. Olave. Turn him into the Kansas City Chiefs 2.0. Olave, I think that would be great. And that would piss off. You know what? I think the Green Bay Packers really want Olave. This is going to be. And with that pick, we'll be right back after these messages. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. It's the Faraz and Brent Hour. Brought to you by the guys who talk about sports. Yeah, yeah. Baby. You know, as we approach on the draft day, I guess by the time this comes out, it'll either be the draft day or the day after, depending on my editing abilities. It always feels like the draft is kind of a hindsight 2020 kind of scenario where after the fact, you look back, and you're like, oh, well, that makes almost too much sense. But coming up to the draft, it's always smoke and mirrors. And then once the draft night happens and the clock starts everything's off the table the dominoes just start falling and before you know it players are going left and right and nothing plays out how you ever think it's going to but if you can pick that one pick just one last year it was micah parsons for me i think i got rashawn slater right too just picking those correctly something about watching on draft night the thrill i got from it last year was incredible so i'm telling you that's why we're doing it this year and stick with us, fellas and ladies, because we do have some female listeners out there. We are coming back to you with some great mock draft action. You know, I, Faraz, I was just telling the people how excited I am and how the day before the draft and leading up to the draft, everything is just like you think you got it all figured out. And then once the clock starts and all the dominoes start to fall, like things never seem to play out how you think it's going to but if you can just select one or two picks correctly last year was Micah Parsons for me it is a thrilling feeling especially if you have it documented on a phenomenal podcast brought to you by Anchor and Compass Rose 
it's just a great feeling, you know what I mean? It is. I I was all in on the Bengals getting Jamar Chase, and a lot of people yeah. did not agree with me on that. Yeah, that was before you were on the pod. I remember you saying that to me, and I was like, nah. A dude. lot of people did not no. agree, but I was like, you got to man that LSU connection, and it immediately translated. I feel that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was my pick from last year. Um, is there any pick right now that you're proud of that we've made that you would be proud of if it came true? I mean, like the the Hail Mary of uh, Desmond Ritter would be kind of sweet, right? That would be pretty dope. That's pretty ballsy, man. I ballsy think so. Pick. Ballsy. We had him going to Seattle, right? Yeah, but it would be cool to kind of get that right because I would have seen that coming from the start. I feel like there's been a lot of mocks that have had him going to the Jets before, yeah. though. It, it just makes it makes too much sense. I haven't seen Ritter going it. Where we go? Seattle, right? That's where we I, had him. I, I literally saw some random, like, <laughs> edit on Instagram of it, and I was like, that sounds kind of interesting. <laughs> okay. All right, so back to our mock draft. What pick are we on? We're on pick 18, the Eagles' second pick. We have them going with Trent McDuffie, the cornerback out of Washington, at pick 15. Now we're at pick 18. Who do you have on your uh, mock draft? Oh, I had Chris Olave going here. Mm. No, wait, no, I didn't. That's their... Jordan Davis. Ooh, that chase. We we had him going though, right? We had him going way higher. Yeah. So then George Karloffis then. Okay. Yeah. That would make sense, right? Yeah. George Karloffis to the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, so the Saints second pick. We have him going with Charles Cross, the tackle. So I think this is where you. Devin Lloyd, maybe. I'm thinking receiver. That's just me. Devin Lloyd does sound. You're good. huge on the receiver frauds. You get enticed by them. You can find them later, dude. You could, but you can I think, find them later. You don't want to burn a first round pick on that. I think the Saints are fine at linebacker. They got Demario Davis. Who else do they got? I don't know. Devin Lloyd's pretty good. Who else are you thinking? Maybe Lindebaum? Get another lineman? <laughs> really sure up that offensive line? I like Booth Jr. out of Clemson. He's pretty good. What is he? He's a cornerback. Corner. A cool name. What receivers are still on that board? Oh, it's not for a little bit. Um, Sky Moore. I have no idea who Sky Moore is. Honestly, that is. is that a Western Michigan? Um, yeah, we can do Devin Lloyd here if you want. Devin Lloyd makes sense. Okay. Is this where does does Kenny Pickett really fall into the laps of Pittsburgh at twenty? That makes that makes too much sense. All right. Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett. That that really does. To Pittsburgh? Yeah. He played for Pittsburgh? That makes way too much sense. And they didn't have to move up either. Falls to his lap, their laps in 20. Just like I said. Now we got the New England Patriots at pick 21. Lindebaum, maybe? This is where I would have loved to see who we just trapped. Devin Lloyd would have made a lot of sense here. Yeah, he would have made a lot of sense right there. I think I had them picking Carl Lapis in my mock. Yeah, yeah you did have Carl Lapis. That's that that yeah. You're like you're hoping he'd fall a little bit more. That 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 makes sense too. That sounds like a Belichick pick right there. Yeah, that does. Um, Lindebaum sounds like a Belichick pick. Yeah, but their needs. It says here they need a receiver, an edge rusher, a linebacker, a cornerback. Cornerback makes a lot of sense I here. I see them trading back here. Booth maybe. I think Booth Junior here would make a ton of sense. Okay. He's he's pretty damn good too. A lot of people have him going. I've seen some mocks where they had him going ahead of um, Stingley. Wow. Yeah. Or not, not Stingley. I'm sorry. McDuffie. I'm, yeah, I believe. Still. Still. All right. So we got Booth Jr. going to New England at 21. All right, guys. That was our mock 
Draft Simulator 1.0. Faraz and I threw on the GM caps. You know, bullshitted our way through a lot of that, to be honest with you. But I think we brought some good content to the board. What do you think, Faraz? Yeah. Imagine this actually came to fruition. Oh, <laughs> I, like I was saying, all you need is one. You if, just need one pick to go your way. And if that happens, we got to like print this out and put it in like a museum, dude. Because that like, would be Make fucking... an NFT of it. One yes. of one. Yeah. Oh my so god! You, did you see Laramie Tunzel's making an NFT of the gas mask? That's amazing. A one of one. That's that's amazing. Absolutely good for him though. Yeah, good for him. Whoever, dude, whoever posted that did his girlfriend. I think did him dirty, dude. Literally, try to like ruin his. I remember career. watching that drop. We were in college, right? Yeah, I remember it came out like right I before. Was like, I was holy like, holy shit! I was like, he really just posted like, he's this. Smoking, yeah, bro. I was like, he really just posted he this. He in the gas mask. Some NBA news though. How about those nets, man? Those nets, dude. I should have stuck to my gun. Zach brought up such a good argument where you can't bet against KD, but we should have bet against KD. Should have bet against KD. Um, ben Simmons was – we didn't even consider him because no. I'm pretty sure we didn't even think he was going to even play at all. No. And then all this news came up. Stephen that he... A. Smith has been going ham. Good. Well deserved. Absolutely ham on him. So was, like, Charles Barkley and – Shaq. Actually, they have more beef with Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant came after Charles Barkley on Instagram. Did he really? Yeah. What did he say? He was like, imagine like Chuck. Bitch. <laughs> he was like, imagine Chuck without the big boys. And this is like, wow. Hey man, KD, he's he's really good with the burns. I'll tell you what. I mean, yeah. After all those um troll accounts he had until oh, yeah, he, I mean, he must be pretty damn good. Probably still has. At it. Probably still has. Can't tell me he still doesn't have some troll accounts out there. A Maryland, Maryland boy though. <laughs> but like, damn. <laughs> Born and bred, Maryland yep. boy. Nope. That's yep. just how we do it, you know. Um, other news: John Morant the other night was phenomenal, dude. That dunk was insane, dude. That dunk, and then the last second bucket where he just scooped it around to lay it in. He is so unbelievable. Zero star athlete coming out of high school. He was zero star. Zero star. Damn, I I didn't even know He's that. He's unbelievable, dude. The the Knicks missed him by one pick. R.J. Barrett, I still love him, but dude, John Morant is unbelievable, unbelievable, phenomenal player. You seen anything else cool with the with the playoffs recently? I honestly haven't been keeping up with that much basketball, to be honest with you. Um, I just saw the Warriors come short of the sweep. Yeah, they came back towards the end, but just couldn't. Oh, really Doc Ri- Doc Rivers is uh, Doc Rivers has been a little like heated in his interviews. Has he really? Yeah, I heard James Harden has been getting some flack. James Harden, yeah. So I was watching Undisputed, and Shannon Sharp was like, he ages like in dog years. Apparently, he looks like a lot older ever since he got to Philadelphia. Really? That's what I. I mean, I don't watch well, the 76ers. He a lot, apparently. Yeah, he's probably. He's, they said he looks slower. Probably fatter. I remember that his yeah. weight was. I mean, I don't fucking know. I'm not trying to say anything, but you know, I was never really that sold on the Sixers, and. Yeah, a lot of people. As soon as they changed the rule where they weren't getting as many uh, easy foul calls, that really screwed his game. Well, I know for a fact Embiid goes to the line a lot, but well deserved. Everyone. Yeah, well, he, he actually gets hacked. Embiid so, actually gets hacked. Well, like, what I'll, they tried yeah. to do away with was intentionally like baiting people. Oh yeah, like those. And, that was, and like the you was, shoot like the throw it up there to get like the ant yeah. like on the line and all that stuff. Or like jumping into people. Yeah. Like, he was really good at all that like schemey stuff. Um, cheeky stuff. How you feeling about our Warriors pick? I feel really good about it. I feel really good about it, I too. I feel phenomenal about I it. I think they're the most dangerous team in the playoffs right now. Wanna, if Jordan Poole, like I was saying. I Jordan don't think Poole, anyone wants to see Golden State dude, right now. Clay Thompson and Steph Curry and Draymond, as long as they stay healthy, are going to do their thing. Yeah. And if Jordan Poole can just pick up the slack, they also have Otto, Otto Porter. They could be 
dangerous, dude. Yeah. James Wiseman. Draymond, don't get no like. I mean, you can get like a tech, but don't don't get ejected, man. Don't get don't suspended. Get he doesn't give a fuck about no tech. Cause yeah, they. I think Draymond's very crucial to that. The success of that oh, Warriors team. Oh yeah, we were team. talking about this uh, a week ago, dude. I and I agree with you wholeheartedly. So yeah, I'm feeling really good about our Warriors pick too. Yeah. Any baseball news? Oh, your Mets got into another fist of cuffs the other well, day. Dude, first of all, Scherzer is a is a beast. Oh yeah. He has been phenomenal for us. Yeah. And two, the Mets have gotten hit like 17 times this year. Dude, that's like most in the league. It's un. Why? Why are we getting hit so much? Like that. It's it's that whole scuffle was bullshit. And Scherzer even looked at the bench and said, "Sit your ass down." I miss Scherzer, dude. Yeah, he, that's like I know he definitely be in there. Some trouble this year. Oh yeah, I mean that's another story for another day. Yeah. Any other sports news? No, man. I I think we I think we covered it all. I mean, the Jets. You said we're possibly looking into Debo Samuel. Possibly looking to trade. Would you like that? Not. I wouldn't want to trade Elijah Moore for Debo Samuel. That doesn't really make sense to me personally. But I guess we'll see what happens. I, it's not that I don't like Debo. It's just I'd, I'd rather see what we got with. Would you give up like pick 10, 36, and like a next year's second? No, that's too much, dude. Too much. Really? To me, that's too much. I like holding on to my picks. Okay. I like to trade for more picks. I don't know. That just seems... And what happens if he gets to us and tears his ACL immediately? You know what I mean? Or, honestly, I think, no. What if he, like, how, how would you use him? Would you try to use him like the 49ers did, but that's not what he wants? I don't know. Would you just use him as, like, a just like a wide receiver strictly? Like, wide receiver one type thing? Maybe. Like an X? He might not be as dynamic, though. That's that's a tough situation. I'd, I'd rather see what we got with Elijah. Elijah was good when he was in there, you know? But... That's what I'm saying. You can never have an, too many good receivers, though. Cause if you do have a guy that's that's good, then that's going to take, you know, it's open true. up more opportunities for him. But you can't keep them all either. That's true. That's why you and sign them young. You sign them young and give them the rookie deals. That's true. Which are cheaper than the later rounds, which you are right about. I think this receiver class is very deep. Like Pickens, dude. I think Pickens is going to be a stud. He's probably going to get picked in the second round. I hope he gets picked in the like second every round. Every year, the I hope last he, like, couple years, there's like at least twenty guys, maybe thirty guys every year that are like very dynamic or like playable. That somewhere from within that, like great players will emerge. Yeah. Like now, more than ever, there's so many good receivers coming out year after year because that's think about it. That's the one position in football where you don't get hit. You know, you you can be as dynamic as you want. That and quarterback. That's why the more athletic players are starting to shift towards those positions because you can show your athletic ability and you're protected. No, I know what you mean. Like, so, like, my ideal Washington draft situation is they get either Derek Stingley or Kyle Hamilton at 11 and then are able to steal George Pickens in the top with their first, second-round pick. That'd be sweet. That would yeah, be – I would be so happy. I would be so happy, dude. Yeah. That would be my dream. I don't know. I mean, I'd like the Jets to get Sauce Gardner and – Thibodeau? Imagine like imagine getting sauce first and Thibodeau slides all the way down to your ten. I would never see that happening, but that'd be crazy. I would love to get those both perfect scenarios getting both of them. It's impossible though, especially with all the hype. So you really don't want to see a receiver? It's not that I don't want to see a receiver, it's just that I don't want to burn a top ten. Because hopefully we're not gonna be there for much longer. Like drafting this high. Yeah. Snatch a edge rusher, get out of dodge, 
maybe get sauce on the way out, you know? Sauce, and hopefully, would, sauce would be good. Hopefully we start drafting later because we're playing better. I'll say this. If Sauce is playing in New York, I would much rather see him on the Jets than the Giants coming from Washington. Me I'm too. telling you that right now. Me so too. Hopefully that happens. Personally, I feel the same. Hopefully that happens. But, all right, guys. That does it for another episode of the Guys Who Talk About Sports. This was episode 78, and that concludes the Faraz and Brent Hour. This was a great episode, Faraz. I, re- I really do think we pulled some good stuff out of that uh, mock draft simulation, You know, putting it on the old GM cap. Yeah, T- touched on some NBA basketball. You know, if we got like four of those right, I'd be happy. Oh, dude, if I get one of them right, I'll be ecstatic, and I will not let anyone forget about it. Oh man, dude, I will make an NFT of it. I will hang that on my. Not only will I make an NFT and release it, I will also print out that NFT, even though once I print it out, it's worthless, and hang it on my wall. Yeah, just cause, just cause, just because I, just because I want to. This episode is brought to you on all platforms by Anchor, the future of podcasting. No storage limits, no trial period, no problem. Anchor really is the easiest way to make a podcast. You know, they make it simple, sweet. You can do it on the go, at home, on your phone, on your laptop. Download the app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This episode is also brought to you by Compass Rose, located in Raleigh, North Carolina. If you're 21 and older and in the Raleigh area, be sure to check it out. They have award-winning brews and a pretty cool bartender, if I do say so myself. Uh, be sure to follow us on all social medias on Instagram at Guys Talk Sports 101 and on Twitter at Guys Talk Sports with two Z's. For Oz, we still have not made that TikTok, dude. We got to get with the youngins, dude. We got to get the We got to get young. You know, maybe maybe next week. I'll get hip. We'll see. We'll, put, we'll yeah. get hip. We'll get hip. That's what they say nowadays, right? I think I'll so. I'll get hip. Yeah. That's that's groovy, right? Groovy. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a great weekend of sports, and we'll talk to you next week. Dun, 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 dun. We ain't that going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. We can't be stopped now. Cause it's bad boy collide. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. We can't be stopped now. Yeah, are there any teams you wanna like shout out? Maybe like you know. Do you want to just blow through this real quick, or what, what do you want to do? No, we, we can, can stop. Keep going if you want. No, we can stop. Do you have, do you have more stuff to talk about? Because I, I don't really have. I, it's, I'm literally just bullshitting. I've been okay. bullshitting at this point. <laughs> okay. Just top 20 picks, you know? <laughs>